the Rap Roundtable. Yes, sir. Episode 79 of the Rap Roundtable is upon us. We appreciate all the new subscribers. The numbers are consistently going up. Every time I open that YouTube studio app, I see the number of subscribers increasing. The road to 10K is roading. You right did. We, we are on corner, a garden bro. state. We're doing about 85, 90. We speeding there. Huh? Salute like to y'all. Shit. They about to pull us over. So real yeah. quick before I get into any of the other pleasantries, salute to all the new subscribers. Salute to all the day ones. Salute to all the day 40s, day 100s. But everyone who's helping us get our number to 10K, big up yourself. Yes, Bring sir. it in. Salute. You know what I mean? Salute. 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 What thing? You gonna leave me, man? Oh, never, oh, never yeah, that, man. bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Go, sound like Jaden, nigga. Yes, sir. <laughs> Pay attention. As always, we are the most dangerous, most inspirational, <laughs> most influential Speak about it. shit. New York's number one podcast for hip hop. Hey, Sharon. Hey, girl. <laughs> hey, now. You can find the Wraparound Table on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, and of course, X, formerly known as Twitter. This beat you here in the background. It's made by this man to my left, Sincere the Rap Snob. As always, I make beats. Holla at me. Super talk about it. producer. We got a few things to talk about today. Yet again, the Rap Round Table has found itself in trouble. You know, <laughs> I feel like this show is this show doesn't work if we don't somehow get ourselves in a bit of trouble. But before we even get into the trouble, we need 300 likes. So as you're following in, Whenever, if, whether it's you in the chat or you're just pulling up during your commute, hit the like button. We need 300 plus on every video. 300 plus. Y'all been coming through? After you hit the like button, hit the subscribe button because we just talked about the road to 10K. We don't get to 10K if y'all don't hit that subscribe button, right? Show love. Beyond that, hit the notification bell. It's not, but based on what the chat looks like, YouTube is getting a little bit better at notifying y'all when we're on the air. We're not going to give them too much bail because we know a lot of y'all still <laughs> don't get notified. Facts. They'll, it'll it'll be in the recommendations, but that, that ding to tell you that we on air don't happen all the time. Yeah. And last but not least, roundtablemerch.com. Get you one of these hats. Roundtablemerch.com. You see the truckers. You see the yes, symbol that, that represents hip-hop discussions yes, today sir. and going forward. It's not just a podcast. It is a symbol of all things we love about rap. Yes, Roundtablemerch.com. Get your merch. Get your truckers. T-shirts are on the way. Cop up. Hoodies are on the way. Cop up. Make sure that you support the brand because everything you put into the brand goes into the brand. It goes into this podcast studio that you see we at Brooklyn Podcast Studio and everything that we're going to do going forward. Without y'all, we can't do that shit. All right. Also, sure. it's a good fit. Like, you know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Even oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even like, we're trying to have y'all looking crazy out here. Nah, it's a man. great looking hat. You know what I'm Come saying? Come on now. Style Come out. On. And everyone who's copped already, salute to you. Appreciate yes, sir. Look, I, I, post those pics too. It's a fact. Damn it. Y'all ain't posting the pics. I'll give you a little little look behind the curtain. You know what I mean? I'm throwing, throwing my fit on today. I'm wearing a green shirt. I don't usually wear green. And I'm like, oh, man, is this is this hat going to match with my green? I threw it on. I was like, oh, that should look proper, bro. Fuck I'm running with it. It's versatile. You know what I mean? <laughs> and if you don't want the black or the white, we got some flavors on the site, too, now. Uh, we got flavors. Uh, man. If you've been watching the streams, there's some flavors there. Exclusive flavors, too. Yes, sir. But um, speaking of the trouble, recently on the lunch hour, we had a situation with the, the, the episode drop. Jay-Z slander. <laughs> Is he... Classic. You know, shit. Classic. Most definitely nah, we was. Dropped, we dropped the classic. Oh, yeah. I love it. Shouts to Born Gifted. If y'all haven't... <laughs> shit. If y'all haven't 
dropped or to, I should say tuned into that episode, make sure you press play on that. We had some fun with it because it at the end time. of the day, it's good content, but we always have fun with every topic that we cover, even the shit that might get us in trouble. Facts. You know what I mean? And we honest with y'all. Don't ever say we're not honest with y'all. They're going to say it anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, They're going to say it, bro. You know that. But nevertheless, we dropped the episode. And I got to tell you, this podcasting journey that we've been on, I've learned some things. And, and, and I will say the keynote takeaway from this for me, and let me know what y'all think on the panel and, of course, in the chat. It seems like negativity is what get people's attention. Now, hear me out. We've been called Nas haters. Yeah. We've been called, in correlation to being called Nas haters, Avengers. Often. When there was a time when a lot of the Nas fans who show us love now and help us build this brand, they were throwing rocks at us, tomatoes. We were getting jumped. Let's call it what it is. Yeah, we were yeah. getting jumped. Yeah. Right? Yeah, man. And we were getting jumped because we were talking about Jay-Z in a way that they didn't appreciate because they felt that if we were complimenting Jay-Z, we were knocking us down the peg. Right? Right. Weirdos. And and let, to take you behind the curtain, we wondered when we were getting jumped, where were the Jay-Z fans? <laughs> we always ask that question. Nas fans are always outsiders. We love them for that. They Facts. go hard for their favorite <laughs> rapper. But where are the internet outside. Yo, listen. Yeah. <laughs> but where are the whole fans, right? Lo and behold, we dropped, should Jay-Z get canceled? And then a couple <laughs> weeks later, we followed it up with Jay-Z slander. And all of a sudden, because of the, quote, negativity, not even realizing the discussion that was being had, there go the Jay-Z fans. <laughs> so to say the rap snob, yes, I think that people, own, that people claim that they want positive energy in hip-hop, but I'm starting to think that the only thing that gets a reaction is negativity. You're, you're absolutely right, man. It's just... It's basic human nature, man. Like, you, if you say something, and I, you know, I catch myself doing it too. Like, if I if I go on Twitter and I see stuff that uh, I agree with, I probably the most I'll do is just hit the like button. I won't say much more. You know what I mean? Another reminder: hit that like button. Um, but if I see something where I'm like, oh, this motherfucker's bugging, like my Twitter fingers start itching, bro. Like, I, <laughs> and, and, and to be quite honest like i had to come to to the realization that like nah i'm acting like everybody else on the internet you know what i mean where i'm only feeding into uh negativity and and backlash you know what i mean and so i finally got myself to a point where i'm like all right if i agree with something i'll hit the like maybe i'll throw in a few words in, in accordance but if i don't agree with something fuck it you know what i mean there's no no skin off my back you know what i mean but the basic human nature, like, I have to fight against that. The basic human nature is when you see something that you don't agree with, it's almost like you feel it as a personal attack. And I feel like a lot of viewers and commenters out there, when we say some shit about any artist, Jay-Z, Nas, uh, J.I.D., Lil Wayne, like, if we say something that is, you know, uh, crit critiquing them, mm -hmm. right? Uh, they take it on as a personal attack on themselves because they feel so tied in with these artists that they're like, oh, if they're talking about them, then they're talking about me. And that's not the case at all. Not the case at all, man. But yeah, man, shout, shout out to the whole fans we found out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, finally, you know, tuning in to the show. Appreciate y'all. You know what I mean? Very welcome. 
Um, but you know, re relax, relax on some of the comments, man. Like it's not a personal attack on y'all or hope. It's just, it's one instance. You know what I mean? Shit, Macito, talk to me, bro. Man, uh, listen. <laughs> Legendary lyricist Lloyd Banks said, "Fuck being positive, cause negativity spreads faster." So, listen. That's just that's just the way it is. You know what I mean? Niggas love a good diss track. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. We are the world. I ain't listened to that in a little while. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, eat thy blast every week. But listen, <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> so wow. all, like, that's just the way it is, man. Like, I understand, you know, a lot of people, you know, popped out on us. You know what I mean? Like, just like Jaws said, the, the Jay-Z fans literally appeared from thin air you know what i mean apparently they'd rather fight us and not the other people in comments and on twitter that have been slandering them for months you know what i'm saying <laughs> but it's just like I, I was a little bit surprised you know what i mean because you know internally we've been having the conversations where we can we can see every fan base y'all y'all in the comments y'all in the chat you can see Nas fans are represented tupac fans are represented biggie fans are represented not you fans. mad max <laughs> but you know what I mean like all of the goats have proper representation within you know the space and it always seems like I can't never find other than job I can't find a J fan and you in secret Danny. you know what I mean but <laughs> like so I was kind of shocked to Hold see on, all man. of this come Get out the fuck out of here yo, <laughs> yo. <laughs> we starting early today the man energy stay over there Mr. Negativity go ahead bro what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> But listen, you know what I mean? So I understand, you know, it was it was a it was a good episode. You know what I mean? So I understand, like, it's not like niggas will pop out for any sort of slander. We we were very creative, yeah, all four of us, in the way that we felt about this situation. So I understand maybe somebody that don't have a funny bone being a little perturbed by it. I seen people saying, Y'all can't let a black man live. I am a black man, I'm living. You know what I mean? So <laughs> and and it be that, like. I feel like, you know, this is a plausible phrase, so it's like, I don't want to say it. So I don't think I'm going to say it. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> it's, it's really flagrant. But it's like, it's, it's always an a, a undertone of humor with this pod. Like, right. I don't think we ever, like, super, like, dead serious on this show. <laughs> and it's on. like, how do, you, how do you not pick up on that? Come Bro, on. So, some of these reactions, it's, uh, it's uh, like... It's almost as if like we were spitting ether word for word. Bam. You know right. what I mean? Like reading it verbatim. Like we like you know like, like we said dick sucking lips. Fam. On that, like, come, come on, man. man. It wasn't man. it wasn't Listen, like that. Bro. Like, Listen. No. Shit. In fact, I I proceeded to shoot bail in the very next segment. <laughs> said nah, like Irv is wilding. Right. I know, you know what I mean? I put the cape right back on, bro. Come on now. But Dini, this negativity shit, bro. Niggas respond to the negativity. You a person who don't like the negativity. Zendini. What's up? A peaceful brother. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like Nas said, seafood love a peaceful brother. Um, <laughs> but you know how it is, man. People love the theatrics. Why don't you spit a whole bar, bro? What happened? Ah, uh, here we go. You see? <laughs> Yo, but and, that, and that's the funny part about it. The transition. Same. The fakest whole <laughs> band I know. <laughs> the transition. I'm not. I'm gonna let you hold on to that. <laughs> Matter of fact, the, how many times has he quoted a whole bar in his pod, bro? He always go to the Nas back. Don't do that. Don't do that. He always goes to the Nas back. I'm not saying that we don't know. Don't know a lot of Nas bars. I know a lot of whole bars. They know a lot of bars. That's what I'm saying. I know bars. When you when it's time to quote, them Nas bars fly. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But to say you love them both equally, that's cash. Jay is arguably the most quotable rapper. You ain't quoting them, nigga. 
I stay cornhole, bro. Where? Don't do that. Where? You got the, you got the Yankee hat on too. I, we talking about I this? I cornhole. You, I mean, gonna you have, do. We're gonna you gonna have, have to protect the you. videotape. Right. Yes. We, yo, actually, we'll yes. Yes. And y'all can too. Go back to them old videos. Tap the fuck in. Yo, but Ruben, Ruben, prove me right. Go ahead, D. <laughs> ah, but like, like that's the homie, right? Like there. the homies, like the homie when he hits the button, man. They don't want peace, man. They want problems. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I just find the transition crazy. We've been, we went from Hovengers to Nazistanians to Hovengers to Nas slanderers to Hove slanderers. We've been all over the place, according to these people. All over the spectrum. Black thugs I mean, and niggers. Too. But I just can't forget. <laughs> don't forget that. Can't forget. <laughs> we, we were niggers. But we are and you, you know are. What I mean? just, just keeping it That's a bean on the topics, man. We know people love the fuckery, but you got you got to respect the objectivity and everything too, man. We like to deliver that to y'all. We give y'all the fuckery, but we keep it real too. Shit, don't forget albino. Oh, God. man. Weren't you albino? I'm the albino. Oh, that's right. <laughs> albino. I forgot about the albino. This nasty. Yo, but you know what? Christ. Again. <laughs> this nasty. Since, since. Yo, they, we love it, man. Bro. You feed off of it. We actually do. <laughs> if we don't, if we not getting that, bro, then, then we feel like we not doing the show right. Right. And, and I was, go ahead, Dini. I'm sorry. That's how we know a lot of people who commented. They're new here. You mm. know what I'm saying? They mm. didn't go back and, and look in. Hove gets a lot of love here. Nas gets a lot of love here. Y'all got to really watch these episodes, B. Understand, like, like you, the urge to just attack. You know what I'm saying? Yes. When you see something you don't like, which y'all got to tap in because it leaves some of y'all looking real crazy. Keep and, it a beat. that's where I'll jump in and say, for the new people, and you know, we go to YouTube Studio because that's an app where you check your stats. We, we, we always know when there's an abundance of new people. Right. All of y'all, some of y'all be lying in the comments saying that y'all not new. We always know you when know. you're new because YouTube provides that opportunity for us to check your, to check your little player card and figure out who's been here, who hasn't <laughs> been here, right? This is an episodic episode, I mean, episodic podcast, but at the same time, it's a bit of a serial. It's not episode, we talk about this, and then episode, we talk about that. Almost every topic we have is connected to a previous conversation. So you can't jump in on a, on a random lunch hour that just dropped and think you know what's going on. Like, once you watch that first episode, before before you, you have that urge to go crazy in the comments, <laughs> go back, find a few other videos. You'll realize the vets that watch the show know that everything is a connective thread. This is a series. It's not just a podcast. Right. Every topic oh. is connected to a previous conversation. It's almost like the MCU in a lot of ways. You can't just jump in and watch Iron Man 2. Exactly. You got to watch the first Avengers. Exactly. You got to watch yeah. Iron Man 1, All Captain America. Bro, that bullshit I mean? hope so, they drop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, if somebody just dropped in now for the first time ever, they're not going to know what the fuck I'm talking about with the albino shit. Right, like, right, right. Like, they're going to look confused like Walter. I looked at Walter's face. <laughs> Walter, Walter wasn't, wasn't here the last episode. That's <laughs> exactly. So you can't miss anything, like, Walter. Oh, I know what the fuck is it? That's mad shit random. happens fast. Why <laughs> they use the hard ER? You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, you come in here, we, we appreciate the feedback. Some podcasters want you to agree with them. That's not me pointing at a specific podcast. Y'all be feeding it. I be seeing y'all in the chat. Thirsty. Oh, you're throwing shots. No. What I'm saying is there's plenty of platforms out here who throw their opinions out and they want you to agree. We want the conversation. Thanks. We know that there's times when we say certain things, motherfuckers are going to disagree. We're going to get called names, shit like that. But from day one, 2019, we launched this podcast. Sincere talked about it a lot, especially in year one. It's all about objectivity. So if, if Hove does something that's... that's we have to criticize. 
We're gonna do it. Even if I'm a big time Jay Z fan, I, I rode the wave throughout this whole hip hop fifty shit that we've been covering for a lot of episodes. When y'all came and you asked, oh, so you're not gonna talk about? It? We talked about it already. And I rode the wave until the fucking Instagram post because it's just like at this point I can't say nothing else. You were promoting a movie, but you said nothing about. Even if it's not the date, like Mace talked about it a lot, niggas argue about when is the official birth of hip hop. If the universal thought is that it's August 11th, then you gotta say something, bro. Because even if you are a billionaire multiple times over, your floor is rap, your floor is hip hop, your floor is controlling the culture at the peak of your prime, everybody wanted to be you. I mean, shit, we all know, you know, what, if you believe in them or not, but Jesus Christ was not born on no December 25th. There you go. You know what I mean, <laughs> but December 25th comes around, we say Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. And put it this you know way, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what we observe. Point. And to an extension, hip hop culture is black culture. We know black culture been culturing well before the 70s. You dig? It, it, it just became a thing that started in the 70s right. or whatever date that you choose it to be. But you can't say nothing and then post what you posted on Instagram promoting. You can't always be a businessman, bro. I get it. Yeah. You're not a businessman. You're a businessman. <laughs> but like, like May said on the lunch hour, even Kobe had to drop the Black Mamba persona. At a certain point, just be a little nostalgic, nigga. Shout out hip hop for allowing me to, to do the things that I've accomplished throughout decades of my career. He didn't have to perform a hip hop 50. I stand on that. He didn't have to go on that stage. Yeah, I never said he did either. But if you're going to put out some movie promo, that just goes to show that you had access or the thought to, to launch an Instagram or have your handler, whoever's in charge of that Instagram, launch the Instagram and just say something, bro, if you go promote this movie. Bro, because there was a lot of people out there that was like, oh, but we know that Hove don't do the social media thing. He never comes on social media. Right. Like, what is y'all talking about? <laughs> Lo and behold, there you go. he's on Instagram and I'm, now. And I'm the Jay-Z fan that don't mind the book of Hove. I love it. I love the whole idea of it. Fuck that, Hove. Hove been Hove. So to me, the book of Hove is in line with who he been. Right. So the, the rest of y'all want to weaponize it and, and run with this narrative, oh, he's above hip-hop and all this. I don't even give a fuck about none of that. It's just principle for me now. If you could get on Instagram and promote a movie, you could go. You, you could get on Instagram and say something about hip-hop 50 because, because it becomes about principle. Right. If we're all celebrating that day and you got the gumption to promote this shit, whether the movie's good or not, it's neither here nor there, say something about hip-hop 50. Or when you got on Instagram, it should have been two posts. Thank you, hip hop. I understand that. Even maybe even have a little pie in your face. You know, I should have said something, but I'm here now. Oh. Thank you, hip hop. Oh, by the way, watch this movie. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I respect it that more. You know what I mean? Are we asking for too much? Come on. My bad, y'all. was too busy electric slide. But, but I'm you know what I mean? <laughs> but to the rest of y'all, like come in here, jumping in, throw, throwing the, the tomatoes and shit like that. And this, and this is the thing I'm gonna throw to y'all, bro. That, that I think it be this that annoys me more than the slander that they throw our way. Is that when they swear that they know us? And also, oh, y'all just like this, and y'all just a typical listen. It's like, nigga, you just got here. <laughs> Fuck! You don't know us, bro. Don't. And there's that that one particular commenter that say, oh, don't, don't. like he got ahead of it. He was like, you can't pull that. You just got here shit on me because I've been I've been supporting y'all for the longest time. Like, if you really <laughs> been supporting us, then you know you you must have been on deck. Come on. Watching, front row. While we were saying, all of us collectively, that Jay-Z and Nas, if they had a versus, 
I don't. I don't want to retread that. I don't even want to say it because they're gonna. They're gonna nah, sound clip that. Facts, they're gonna sound clip that and then, then run with it. And all of a sudden, yeah, we're whole but, but we're but. referencing something that we already said. <laughs> right. Yeah. And we got in trouble for it. We we got we took our lashes and we kept going forward. We were Avengers for like the longest time. All of a sudden, wow. we're on the other side of the show now. That's crazy. The back and forth is crazy. I'm like, it's real. It's crazy, bro. We're polarizing. <laughs> and you know what? Fine. If if nothing else, when you come to our show, we're not a fucking fan cast. Don't come to our show expecting us to big up one nigga over the next nigga. We're not doing that. Honestly. This is the we're, we're only biased towards rap, not no rapper. Rap. So when rap shit happens and we need to criticize it, we're gonna do that shit. You know what I'm saying? There's still Nas fans who first flocked to us, who left, went up the block, who still come back and they will say, oh, Yahoo Avengers. Better feel Yahoo Avengers is mad now. Yahoo Avengers is in their feelings. <laughs> like, nigga, what the fuck you they, been? We, they, we passed that narrative. They've missed like 20 episodes. Man, and they come back. Right. Like, <laughs> right. What the fuck you been? Stay up the block, yeah, nigga. You, and to break it down, to bring them behind the curtain even further, y'all got to understand before we before it even gets to camera, we already, if Lil Wayne drops some whack shit, they on my ass like, yo, what about that new Wayne, nigga? Like, what the fuck is that shit? What's going on? Like, so we already, like, got to even keep it real with ourselves before we even get to air, y'all. I promise. So the whole J thing, I promise you, like, listen, what you saw was just like you say over time like people was like what do you what is what are people upset about oh i kind of understand why people are upset like damn he ain't not gonna say nothing well what the fuck is wrong with this guy like it was a connective thread just as you said y'all and you know what i throw some beer before we move on we do our slander does cut deep maybe we're too funny yeah. and we go too hard sometimes and i think i think the shit we say makes other people uncomfortable because we'd be roasting right you know what i mean <laughs> And I, I, again, if you don't understand that part of it is just culture and we just like cutting ass, like even if I love Hov, I'm a slander a little bit because it's funny, then you don't get the show. Shit, and every now and again, we go too far and we get in trouble. It, yo, listen, shit, Sin and I was in the city the other day when we did the lunch hour, you and I, Mace. Right. And we was talking shit about Shan because Shan got out of pocket with Nas. Right. We we said what was, we needed to we said what was needed to be said. We did. Yes. Lo and behold, a couple weeks later, Sin and I are at a spot, an exclusive event. Who do we bump into? MC Shan's niece. <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> I the, shit you not. We the, do not make this up. The byproduct of being outside. Outside. So <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. Trust and believe that we we say what we feel and we are prepared for whatever the outcome may be, whether it's punch, tweeting us, two T's, Shan's niece in, in person, whoever it might be. But if it needs to be said, we're gonna say it. And guess what? She was still entertained. Shit. Ah. Hey. Salute. As, so were, the, she could as be were the other names that were mentioned. Y'all can relax on Talk about it. Shout out B Dot. Um <laughs> uh, Nas. Speaking of Jay-Z, you know, th- those two are like Goku and Vegeta. <laughs> <laughs> they're the negative and they the north and south side of a magnet. They're uh, forever hey. connected. Right. Luke and Dark. There you go. <laughs> Still outside. Now I'm seeing them on stage at 50 Cent. 50 Cent is doing his tour, his last run. Mm-hmm. And Nas pops out, I believe it was in Los Angeles, the Los Angeles leg of the tour, yeah. mm-hmm. to see the rap snob. Like, yes, Nas just keeps applying the pressure. Now we outside with 50. Is there more collapse on deck? Should we speculate? Um, Look, it's it, if the last few years are any indication, like we should continue speculating that Nas is just going to continue to be active in the culture, 
on stages, in the studio, uh, collaborations, um, you know, pro- products that he's promoting, uh, movies that he might be a part of. Like, the, the list just goes on and on, and it doesn't seem like it's slowing down anytime soon. Um, I know he's, you know, he's cooking up the next album. Like, uh, I know that he's making these connections with these different artists that he's he might be collaborating with for that album. We don't know. Um, but it's it, it continues to be an, a very, very exciting time for Nas, and, and it's a great time still to be a Nas fan. Um, and, you know, I'm here for all of it. You know, as always, like, shouts to the God. Congratulations to Nas for all the success uh, recently. I mean, throughout 30 years, but, like, this extra success on top of everything else recently, it's an unprecedented run still, and he definitely is still applying that pressure on everybody else, including Hope. Dini, what do you think about that, bro? Just seeing them pop rant, surprise appearances. Like Nas is acting like it's '98. He's like, he's like reliving his whole youth again, bro. Like, what's like, what's going on in your perspective? You think he had a, a like a moment where he realized, yo, I should have been doing this shit ever since? Third prime. Um, I said it on the pod a while back, man. That man's free, bro. Like, he literally did everything he had to do. He checked every box. These are just victory laps, just running around the track, man. I'm, I'm glad he's actually taking the time to enjoy, you know what I'm saying, the fruits of the labor, you know? Like, I always felt like Nas was always like a recluse, always on his, like, kind of like the way Kobe was, I ain't going out with niggas, I'm just going to play basketball and get niggas in that zone. I feel like that's the way Nas was. So it's nice to see him actually get his flowers. It's nice to see a, a the older god, you know, like, get their props and continue to make music. Nas, keep making music, bro. Like, King's Disease 12 if you have to, Magic <laughs> nah, nah. Like, bro, like, we don't see this often, bro. Like, we don't see this kind of, like, resurgence this kind of like reinvigoration to a to an artist of this caliber for this long and in, in hip-hop bro like every other genre you could be 90 years old and get up there with the with the shit bag and, and the, the colostopy and all that and, and still make songs you know what i'm saying phil collins are not rp but he's actually on the last tour right his last did his last show from health issues or some shit like that yeah yeah so yeah. like you know what right. i'm saying he got to live out his shit all the way and I just want to see Nas do the same thing like and I, I sh- shout out to like the legends like Rakim KRS-One I mean I, I don't think they got this kind of second prime or third prime but yeah. it, it would be nice it's nice like when he came out when they came out to perform they got the respect and I'm just I'm really happy to see Nas get the respect he deserves bro Mace I won't ask you the same question but what I'll do is I'll ask you this you think all of this energy that Nas and 50 have is going to lead to even more music like what we got on Magic 2 was just like the precursors to even more collabs maybe a a, fe- a feature on 50's final album or maybe whatever's next for Nas and Hit Boy um I don't think 50 is active enough to say for certain that this is going to lead to uh, more music but I think 50 is fantastic the person to have a business relationship with yeah. i know ti got had got a show and gotten movies because of him method man is on his show red man before you know the vax shit came out was uh was was rocking with him so 50 is is forever relevant he gonna find a way to, to be at the forefront um I, I remember a lot of Nas fans mentioning how 50's promo game was crazy. He was promoing the the Magic 2 song Office Hours more than anybody. You know what I mean? So I think that's just an advantageous uh relationship to have overall. You know what I mean? And and even to 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 tap into what y'all were talking about a little bit like like 
I think it's kind of, kind of like you mentioned, Nas is outside more than ever. It, it seemed like he's like a almost an ever present, more ever present than he's ever been, at least since I've been a fan. I, I wasn't around for 94 through 96, yeah. But it's like, I, like as I, always, I came into. I always forget you missed out on those years. Yeah, I missed out on them years, man. I'm, uh, I'm Illmatic's Lost Tapes Godson. That was my, my you know, error. my still error, right? That's why I got still in Stillmatic. Respect my fault. it, respect it. But um, I want to say, like, even in general, like, do y'all peep? Like, as I got, we, we talking about when I got into hip hop. When I got into hip hop, the default picks for the GOAT were Biggie and Pac. You know what I mean? Who's the GOATs? Biggie and Pac, Pac and Biggie. You know what I mean? I feel like 2010s, it became Jay. You know what I mean? Where, like, the default pick amongst people was, who's the greatest rapper of all time? Jay-Z, Jay-Z, Jay-Z. And I feel like we mentioned 50. 50 have come out and said Nas was the GOAT. You know, when he don't want to talk that Eminem shit. You know what I mean? But, you know what I mean? Nas, Scarface. We, we see at day after day after day after day, like, everybody can run. Like, best lyricist of our generation. The nigga who was... Jay-Z was writing his checks. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, bro. Like, it's become, to me, more than ever, Nas is the default pick for motherfuckers to pick the GOAT. And 50 is one of those. So just like you say, he outside and he applying pressure, bro. What I say is Nas has definitely, with this five-album run, changed the conversation. It was universal, like you said, around 2010. I said a little bit before, but generally speaking, the answer was Jay-Z. And with this run... Nas has changed that narrative to where you're saying it's Nas. The peer group, as Kobe fans, we always say the media can say what they want to say. The Hoopers would say it's Kobe. He's the man. He's the GOAT. And if it's not him, it's MJ. You know what I'm saying? So to hear the peer group saying that, it's very loud. So I salute Nas for changing the conversation. I, it's very impressive of him. Shout out to Hit Boy. It's, you know, it doesn't matter when it happens because, again, like we said a few episodes ago, Hip-hop is ever, ever evolving because it's not rock and roll. It's not pop music. We can't we can't say, oh, Nas is doing this. And, and now, because that's, that's the thing I'm seeing on the Internet. Nas is doing something now that his peer group is not active. Because we've never had a legacy act in rap. This, like our vets, the uh, back in the day, the old niggas were phased out. This is the first time old niggas are allowed to cook. Right. Mm-hmm. We're allowed to be legacy acts. And with, if you drop in some contemporary classic shit, he has every right to change that conversation. Mm-hmm. Again, the Jay-Z fan saying this. Shout out to Hove for, 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 for failing. <laughs> hey. Because back in the day, the conversation surrounding Jay-Z was he's extremely competitive. Now I know Hov fan, he did it already. What Nas is doing right now, Hov did from ninety what ninety six to 03. He did it during, like we said on this pod, when competition was a little bit stiffer. Pause. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But good catch. The fact of the matter is, Nas is doing it now, rekindling that competitive energy because you're losing the fight. It's like boxing; it's a twelve round fight. Round 10, 11, and twelve, you get him, your ass kicked. Badly. You got dropped in the 11th. The conversation is changing. If you're this competitor, shout out to the Electric Slide with your family. Again, I I stand on that. He's with his family. He's creating memories for a lifetime because, again, Leah M., you got mad. I called you a pick me. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) The fact of the matter is he's creating memories with his children and his wife. So from that angle, I'm not mad. But once that tour is done, Get in the fucking booth. 
if you're this competitor, compete. Or when you do that next interview, be like, yo, I'm just not on that rap shit no more. And we'll just leave you alone. We will. Mm. I mean, but to, to be fair uh, and play a little devil's advocate, uh, considering, you know, another topic that we need to talk about. Mm-hmm. May, maybe he's at a point in his life, Jay-Z, that is, uh, where he doesn't feel that competitive spirit anymore. Like, it's not a competition for him. It's not a sport. It's, I'll get in the booth when I feel like it. You know what I mean? And if I get that creative spurt, then I'll go in the booth. If I don't have it, then I'm going to stay out. You know what I mean? Not everybody. Look, I, I'm a shot. I'm still, to this day, shocked that Nas, and it, not because he's not, but because anybody, uh, has had this kind of fire under him mm. where he, um, you know, he's gone these three years and dropped five different albums. Like, that that's insane to me. That's an insane rate of productivity. Like, I don't expect that from anybody. You know what I mean? So, like, right now, Nas is an, an anomaly. Most people... They can't, they can't get, like, one or two years of this kind of productivity, let alone three. You know Here's what, I mean? what I'll say and push, push back on that, and then we got to move on. I would, I would believe you if the God did verse didn't happen. Mm. Because mm. he was responding to people who had things to say about him very and real. his drug dealer acumen. Very real. You, had, you still have the rabbit is. You, yeah. You're very aware of what's being said about you. So I'm not jacking that. You're, you hear it right now. Niggas are saying that you're not that no more. Nas beat you. He, he's ahead of you now. Come back outside as far as going in the booth. Give us one more. Prove prove these niggas wrong or prove them right. Right. Once you're done with your family, I'm giving you that block. <laughs> because as a family man, you, you got to spend that time. Yeah. Long story short. It but let's move on. And, and, and just one more point. Uh, time <laughs> is undefeated. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like 20 years ago, Cam and Nas had their, their, their issues. 50 and Nas had their issues. They would, you know, talk slick about Nas. You know, we all remember, you know, I smacked the koofy off your head Let or whatever. Head. Like, a lot of people were coming at Nas for, like, being on different time than other motherfuckers was on. You know what I mean? Like, motherfuckers was outside and, and, and partying and, and living a certain lifestyle. Nas was, you know what I mean? He's always been an old soul. You know what I mean? But now that when other motherfuckers are getting older now now they realize oh man Nas was always on that on you know on that real shit you know what i mean like they they're listening back now they they're giving them the flowers now because now they've come around to that you know older wiser person that uh, Nas has always been that way you know what i mean Thanks. i got a to- i got a topic idea in response to what you said but i'm gonna save that for the next live so make sure y'all pull up for monday <laughs> pull up. Bro. you know what i mean but moving on earth got it has been doing this thing with the Drink Champs interview, making some legendary comments. <laughs> but what, what, I don't know if he mentioned it on that interview, but as far as business goes, Dini brought something to light that made me raise my eyebrows. I was actually super surprised about it. It's that Irv Gotti controls and owns Ja Rule's Masters. His, excuse me, his publishing. I'm stunned. No, I think it was his master. This is masters. Shit. That's what he was saying. Shit. They were talking big about money. Yeah. So Diddy the balance. Mm. As a person, I would say of of the four of us, you are the most righteous. You're, you're the best of us in, in that regard. Try to be. When you you see the relationship with Irv and Ja, mm-hmm. they're lockstep with each other. 
But then you hear that Ja doesn't control his masters. Like, what did you have to say about that, bro? I was I was conflicted, bro. Um, you know, if it's your man's, you know, automatically off the rip, you would figure, like, I wouldn't do that to my man's. But I'm thinking, like, is there a way I can find some rationale behind this? No, no. The, what he says is they're able to tour all around the world and make crap tons of money, and he doesn't get no chunks of that, which I could respect, you know what I'm saying? But how much is that little million they're making for the year or whatever composed to as opposed to what he's making off the masters for yeah i don't i don't know what those numbers are i would i would look to macito for some shit like that you know what i'm saying the research i actually looked into it i'm coming i'm coming from voice of the industry (laughs) sincere wow no no proceed i'm interested um, Uh, it's estimated, if Google serves me correctly, I did some surface-level research. I'm not <laughs> my boy Mace over here. I'm Technician not a, right a, here. A, 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 an investigator like my man over here. But um, according to Google, I think Irv Gotti is worth a, somewhere around 30 mil. And Ja Rule is worth around four. So, Mace, you want to have anything to... Listen, Nasty. Listen, wow. I mean... I feel like that's listen, y'all, crazy. This actually ties into a conversation we wanted to. I, I, I actually, we all were gonna have a little bit later. The masters versus publishing conversation. Um, so when, when, when it's it's interesting that Irv Gotti owns the masters and the publisher. That's definitely a, a circa '90s record label boss scumbag move. Not just, also, can you, no, not just for Ja. Yeah, not just for Josh, Shanti too. All them niggas. Yeah, yeah. everybody. Yeah, man. Um, I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut I you off, Dean. But um, is uh just for the public out there, possibly for me. Um, what what's the major difference between owning the masters and owning the publisher? All right, so the masters themselves, right? So the masters, in theory, you know, because it's a shiesty business. The masters, in theory, it goes to uh, the people who own the studio. The record label bosses, you know what I mean? The people who pay, who financed everything. You know what I mean? If you're an artist who finances yourself, you know what I mean? You may be one person like that. Now, when it comes to publishing, you may send. You're going to have publishing on producing. Then you're going to have publishing on the writing. You know what I mean? Exactly. Walt engineering that motherfucker. He might even get a little bit of publishing if sin is nice. You know what I'm saying? Like publishing. And it should should be that way. Just just real quick. Like engineers do not get their just due in any of (laughs) them. Right. Real talk. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because engineers make you sound good, man. Let's let's be honest. So when it comes to it's it's almost like Parks watching us from across the room. That's a whole other story in itself. (laughs) Shout us out in the chat on your on your burden. Come on, man. Hit, hit that like, Parks. Um, so so when it comes to, you know, royalties, you know, you want the you want both, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? But when it comes like like uh there was a big thing, you know what I mean? R and B roundtable uh section. Uh Beyonce, there was a big thing. She used Khalees's, you know, uh a little a little like almost like a hum off of her yeah. song, right? Mm-hmm. Now really if everything was correct, she would have gotten her publishing check, right? Because it was an interpretation. Or, or you, then you use the real word, you know, you're the music guy. There we go. She pushed back. I remember. Right. She bucked back. Right. She bucked back because she didn't own her publishing. In theory, as in, when you own publishing, when something like that happens, the people who own the publishing get paid, not the people who own the masters. You know what I mean? So, so, but 
If I'm the record label owner who owns your publishing and your masses, I'm getting paid when the Super Bowl plays the show, and I'm getting paid when Beyonce samples the song. You know what I mean? So it's like the publishing masters conversation is a big thing. So like Irv sold the publishing, right? I mean, he sold the masters. Yeah. That's the big check. You sell the masters. You know so what I mean? gave him a bag off of that. Right. Now, if I sold the masters, but you owned your publishing, you still get paid when, when they mm. do whatever they do. But if I own your masters and your publishing, I just it. sold all that shit oh. to the motherfuckers. You know what I mean? And now if they use a beat, if they use a lyric, if they use, you know, even an idea you use, they getting paid. So that's the publishing masters conversation. You know what I mean? So it was, you know, you know, it's interesting that he he does own the masters. I'm about to say, I feel like that deserves like a clap. Like this, oh, this, this, this people, this people who learned a lot just now, including me. Proceed. My but yeah, so when it comes to the publishing versus masters conversation, it's like you kind of got to know where you want to be with it. You know what I mean? The, the masters. If I can sell the masters, I'm getting a big check. But you still want that publishing check because every time a nigga steal your lyric, every time a nigga sample your song, that's when you getting paid. So salute to him, you know, for selling them his publishing because when, when they sample that, living it up. You know, after Stevie Wonder gets paid, Case and Ja Rule will get paid. So what you're saying to me is, if I'm if I'm reading this correctly based on what all three of y'all have said, Ja Rule is just still basically entrusting his career to Irv Gotti. Because if, if Irv controls this and he sold it off and he got his bag or whatever the case may be, Murder Inc. essentially doesn't control the publishing or the masters of, of Ja Rule anymore. Right. So Ja Rule has to tour in order to get paid, is what you're saying? So as far as going forward, Shanti got to sing for the rest of her Shit. life because she don't got the check coming for her like Ja Rule do. You know what I'm saying? Right. He said she's pretty much dead in these streets. So. Wow. And so it's, yeah. it's it's like it's it's anticipated that an, a young artist won't be able to own your masters, you know what I mean? But that publishing check is important. But what about this whole talk about artists owning their masters and being in control of their own destiny? Like Ja Rule doesn't care about this. Everybody's it's, selling their shit off right talk now. A big anyway. game. <laughs> Look, from from my understanding from that interview, uh, Irv hit him off with I think he said it like a seven figure check. For selling the masters, so I guess oh, ja, for the hundred ja, million. I'm about to say, well, yeah, yeah, that could be okay. like an eight figure check, and you that give me right. one million dollars. He got a though. nine figure. Wasn't that a hundred mil? You got for that? Two M's off that. Seven yeah, mils. One about one hundred mil. Irv said he got like, at the very least, it's a nine figure check. So at the very least, it's a hundred mil. Mm. And that's the that's the and ma- that's seven, that so that's like one percent, right? Right. <laughs> we so got the, we got but, the and that's the corny shit. Anywhere between one and nine million. If it's a seven figure check. And that's the corny shit. Like I, I could, I, he didn't. Like I could sell you your publishing first, and then sell the masters so that they still gotta pay you. But well, fuck it, I'm gonna keep your publishing. Well, you know what? Crazy. I'll, I'll be, up. I'll be fair, devil's advocate, and say, shout out to Earth for at the very least cutting jaw check. Right. Because right. motherfuckers do that shit, and, and the artist gets Amazing. nothing. He's right. working that keep from somewhere, right. bagging groceries. Man, I seen. You know that. what I'm saying? Right. Shout out to but Dini, you had a few more points. I felt like yeah, Sin had I'm jumped sorry. in. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, so what? As far as more like brotherhood, you Ooh. know what I'm saying? Like I personally, me, the Dini man, I couldn't do that to my nigga. I'm just, I'm just a different type of nigga, man. 
I would, I would set it up in a situation where that man could capitalize off of the shit he did. And maybe I still get something out of it. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we could have sold it together. Maybe I could have gave a nigga half. I get it. You could even use the money you made to start a new business, a new venture. Irv does not strike me as the type of nigga that'll get a bag, blow it, and not have nothing left over. You know what I'm saying? He will reinvest that bag and get a new bag, bro. Take care of job, fam. Everything's about loyalty. Everything's about respect. You talking about riding through eating Popeyes, getting killed and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? You, you about to get, you almost got the nigga murdered, bro. Like on some funny, no funny shit. The least you can do is get that man his money. And I get it. I get it. You got kids to feed. He got kids to feed too. He got a damn near a kid that look like his twin. You know what I'm saying? Mm. We all, we all got families, bro. But the way you talk about, even, even with the dear, with the DMX um hove shit. You know what I'm saying? It's always about, it's always about job. Everything's about job. With the psychotic looking, the eye looking wild, drooling at the mouth and shit. Like, bro, like take care of that man bro he been by your side for what 25 years now at least yeah come on dog that should just that, that should kind of gross me out player, bro. man kind of gross me out to let you know the industry is it's nasty bro like nasty do you, do you think that those business deals and being able to get at least nine figures for for the catalog is why irv Gotti is so emboldened to constantly put ja in those conversations next to a jay-z in the dmx space I, yeah, man, if you was my franchise player, like, I got to give it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, then you give me a $100 million check, you that nigga, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, no matter you what. You know, like, it, at For the end life. of the day, you know, I know Dame. Uh, Dame don't feel this way about the local celebrity rapper, but <laughs> you know what I mean? He should. He should. You know what I mean? But I know DNY feel this way about X. You know what I mean? Yeah. Listen. They should be shook wherever he at in cell block nine. Need to be thinking Snoop and Dre. You know what I'm saying? Like the franchise player. You know what I'm saying? Like come on. So I'm always going gas you. You know what I'm saying? Like come on now. And, and keep it a buck. How, how much different is this from the white man, bro? Keep it a buck. And that that that's where I come in because um, this is. I love you, Walter. Well, because so that's my name. Sorry, Walt. <laughs> Salute Walt, but like, come on! Shout out to Walt, man. Um, like a, a lot of this to me, because I'm I'm somewhat conflicted on this. Uh, and you would think I'd like immediately out the gate, I'd be like, yo, no, like, because I always rep for the artists, you know, uh, you know, f- fuck the the record label execs and all that shit. Fuck the establishment. You know what I mean? <laughs> always, all day, every day. But it's like, D made a good point. It's all about framing. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, how shit is framed. Like, if this is if this was Puff in the locks. I feel like this wouldn't be as nuanced a conversation, mm. but with Irv and Ja, because it it so felt like they were like partners. Presidents. They were in the videos together. Irv, you know, he was also a producer, so he made beats. We all know, you know, I was I was looking at the track listings and, and the produ- production credits. There's a lot of co-production that uh, credit that Irv had. So right. who knows? how much of a hand he had in making those records, but he had some hand in making those records. You know what I mean? So it's a it's a very blurry gray area here. You know what oh. I mean? Ding. The, <laughs> ding. Um, but then when you break down the numbers like we did, just did with Mace um, and look at their, their, their net worth, I'm like, bro, like... That's a loud conversation. That's, that, that, that's a very wide gap yeah. between how much you're getting off of this transaction and how much Jaws getting. You know what I mean? And if like if that's really your man's, like you would try to work it out to where it's like a little bit more evened out, right? That thirty to four number speaks to what the music business is. Mm-hmm. And and then one step further, we we're talking about Irvin Ja. Where's the shanti in this whole conversation? Uh, 
with Nelly. Nelly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Ashanti gets nothing. You know what I mean? So it was like I, I started off coming Bad into blood, this. Joe, you know, I love you, baby. <laughs> I started off coming into this topic, like somewhat seeing Irv's side on things, but then like the more that he talks, and this is always the issue with with Irv. The more that he talks, the more he puts his foot in his mouth, and the more he comes out looking like a petty bozo at the end. Because he's like, no, stop. I gave <laughs> for real. I gave Ja this seven-figure check, and that's it. Ashanti gets nothing. So like, you're basing your business transactions off of Listen, pettiness. Man. Ashanti's and, with Nelly, and you know, if playing favorites. Irv, like, she be eating, right? Right, Irv yeah. Gotti and Ali are pissed, bro. bro. <laughs> 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 Yo, we gotta move on. Yo. <laughs> so, shit. Uh, the moral of the story, Irv, stop. Look, whoever is out there thinking, "Yo, I need an Irv Gotti interview." No, you don't. Stop interviewing nah, that man. man. And this was a sober interview, like, bro. like I'm not gonna lie, I. I'm a sociopath. I watched this entire fucking interview on a big screen TV in the living room while the family was asleep. This motherfucker was sober the entire interview, bro. This was a sober herb. These straight-minded thoughts. Listen, straight-edge <laughs> herb. You know what I mean? CM Punk, man. Damn. Psycho fire. Face shit. That hurt my heart. But um, real quick, if you're still here and you're locked in, hit that like button. We need 300 likes. Do that, please. Even if it's just 1,000 views on any video, if 300 of y'all hit that like button, you are feeding that algorithm, and the algorithm will reach, will allow us to reach an even broader audience. If you fuck with the rap roundtable, hit that like button. Moving on. The last live we did, we talked about the Griselda summer that wasn't. Within a few days, we get some news about, you know, a new record from a 38 special, Benny the Butcher and the Conway the Machine. Follow that up with a leak from or, or some news that comes out that involves Timbaland. And we, we'll get to that. Mm. Then the, the West Side Gun says the album is done. And then there's a feature film. We'll get to that. Mm. Sincere the rap snob. Yes, sir. Griselda is Griselda-ing. Griselda <laughs> fall, man. Let's ask, talk about it. Ask and you shall receive. This is just ah. one more example Facts, of how we come on and we talk our shit and give our takes and opinions and we tell y'all like what we like what we don't like what's missing in the game and when we say something's missing in the game sure enough within a few weeks to a month that shit is right there we're on the verge of a Griselda fall right now and 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 I'm not saying thank the rap round table but I'm not not saying that either. But he's saying thank you. Oh, so somebody in the comments gonna be like, oh yeah, I swear y'all y'all y- 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 lit like that. Like y'all don't know nobody. Listen, and then I mean, you gonna look in his comments and he gonna talk about <laughs> how we was lit three months. <laughs> Listen, there's gonna be another segment. That, hey, people are listening, man. Cause some somebody had comments that said, yeah, I'm tired of that trope that podcasters usually say the people in the industry are watching. Yes, nigga, they're watching. Of course they are. Yes. We've gotten in trouble from industry niggas. Shout to Doggy <laughs> Donald. They are watching. Believe that. Listen, uh, one of the things you didn't mention was uh, the West Side Gun Rome Streets DJ premiere video that they uh-huh. dropped oh. for Runway. Yeah. Um, I think it's a, a collab with with Amiri. Um, the the video was dope. It looked like it was on some like last minute, like yo, like we're all in the same place. Let's throw this video together. But the record is so dope. Like they could have put any visual to that record, and and it would have been on point. Man, shout to Primo. Uh, that's one of the best Primo beats I heard in a minute. Right? Mm. Um, 
Yeah, like you mentioned, new 38 special, Conway and Benny. Uh, dope record. Uh, impeccably mixed. I was listening to it and I was like, yo, the mixing on this is incredible. Maybe That's Parker's high involved. Praise. The budget is up. You know what I mean? Um, Westside Gun just came on uh, social media. Uh, I, I think I seen it on Instagram. Uh, he uh, announced not only that his album is done, right? Which we thought, wasn't he retired? I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but fifth time. Apparently, he's he's still you know oh, shooting up shots in that the studio. the The album is done. He says, um, and he got he got that movie coming out. Uh, I forget the name of it. Somebody remind me. But like um, the one I when I sent her, I think it was wasn't it Runway? It's, it's called um, Adolf. Ah yes, Adolf. Yes, yes, yes. But the, the, the most surprising thing to me, with something I absolutely did not have on my bingo card in any way, shape, or form, I seen a Timberland post. And Timberland was on there talking about um, his record that he just dropped with uh, Justin Timberlake and Nelly Furtado, which I also didn't have on my bingo card, but I at least like I sort of understand uh, where, where that's coming Going from. Going back to the well, <laughs> Well, yeah, you know what I mean? Um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Like he, you know, Timbaland is, is one of my favorite producers of all time. But like, the the shit that he had been posting on his Instagram, like he trying to like have the more trappish sound uh, in the last few years, wasn't my bag. I didn't, you know, maybe somebody else was liking it, but I was like, nah, just go go back to that old Timbaland sound that we all know and love. And sent through him in the trash for that Biggie AI verse. <laughs> that that's also a fact, absolutely a fact, right? So. I listened to this Nelly Furtado, Justin Timberlake song. This is not the pop round table, so I won't get into that. But it was, it was, it was all right. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was cool. It was nice to have that, that old Timberland sound back. But in that same post, he also played a snippet of some upcoming work he has with Conway. Oh. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, y'all, y'all remember? Like, I threw it in the group chat with the eyes and everything. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, let me pay attention to this. And I played it, and the, the sound that he has on this record is not at all the Timbaland sound. This is Timbaland's take on Boom Bap, Griselda, um, you know, th that grimy sound. And when I tell you, me personally, I don't know about anybody else, Jarv, but Boom. me personally, Boom. I am absolutely here for it because I want to, what I want to see is what Griselda would sound like with somebody of Timbaland's expertise in sonics and mixing, what that what that Griselda sound would sound like, elevated the way that it sounds in that snippet. And I heard that I heard the little snippet, and I'm excited. Uh, Mace, I know you're not the Griselda guy, right, 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 right. but seeing that in in a in a matter of days, from us questioning where's Griselda right. to this. Are you more intrigued about what the future holds for Griselda? Listen, I'm about to give y'all a 50 cent office hours verse because I'm most intrigued by a potential Jar V sitting for this segment. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so I'm just going to say this, man. Um, Griselda, fall, winter is, is their time. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So honestly, all of that Griselda summer talk, you know what I mean? I didn't even want that be honest with you you know what i'm saying where the burner boy at nigga you know what i'm saying so 
I I I didn't I wouldn't even want to listen to a Griselda song in the summer on some you know what I mean drumless shit like this is the time you know what I mean the Shanks is coming out you know what I mean guys <laughs> getting pushed on I the think, train I tracks I think Stove God is in you know what I mean is, is in the Bronx for Labor Day weekend and you all. know what I mean right now, actually, listen you know it's a couple bodies going to drop in the Bronx this weekend man you know what I mean not Stove God though he's protected you know what I mean so. You know, I'm just, I'm excited. You know, I'm most excited for Rome because honestly, y'all know I wasn't even here when Rome first pulled up. But just to see Rome go from, you know, independent to bubbling to, you know what I mean? Just the level he on and Mary shit. I I be scrolling and it'd be a Rome Streets advertisement with a random fucking restaurant and shit. You know what I mean? So I'm just... I'm proud of Rome, man. Like, Go you know tonight. what I mean? Rome on his Go shit time. right now. Watching Salute. watching somebody who's, you know what I mean, honest to the craft and fucks with hip-hop and just watching them move like that, I'm impressed. You know what I mean? So, shouts to the whole Griselda, but big shout-outs to Rome, man. Watching you move in real time is, is cool, bro. Yeah. Give me a balance. Griselda is Griselda age. Yeah. A, a, announcements all of a sudden? A lot, bro. Are they I'm, watching the rap roundtable? They they might just be. They might just be, man. We're getting a lot. Shout-out to Textbook Timbo. You know what I'm saying? Um, From the sample I heard, I heard the, um, what's that sound from... Some like it hot from the um volume three hove drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was in the beat, and that yeah. automatically like because I love that beat, so that automatically perked me up. Pause. Hey so, yo, perked bro, you up. Bro, what it was? Pause, yeah, pause was immediate too. It was like bro, it was for attached. One, for once, it has not been me. Oh man, I'm not, I'm, I'm not counting you out, bro. Yeah, uh, <laughs> still some time to we go. Got some facts, time. facts. But I mean, Sir. yo, I mean, Benny finally got his plaque. They actually delivered the plaque. Salute to him oh, for, for Johnny P's caddy. Yes, sir. Um, he unveiled the song with Wayne. I heard the Wayne verse was doodle. I'll let Mace talk about that though. <laughs> um, um, latex glove. Shout out to hey. shout out to shout out to 38 Special Conway. Yo, mate, my guy, love you, bro. Shout out to 38 Special Conway. You know what I'm saying? They dropped latex gloves too with mm-hmm. um Lloyd Banks. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Fire. Yeah. Salute to them because these are actually like outside records, bro. I'm listening to the records like they have bounce, they have some vibe to them. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely some driving, definitely some whip music, man. Which is great to hear from Griselda because niggas swear they only make fucking kill nigga music. Drumless. Um, shit, you know what I mean? Shouts to Mace. Coke rap. You know what I mean? <laughs> and yeah. Um, who else? Um, West Side with the with the with the tape that's supposedly coming the the Benny and the Benny and um thirty eight special thirty eight special Goodfellas mm-hmm. yeah. that's a great record bro mm, yeah like, I, latex gloves is fire don't get me wrong right but the shit with Benny though that, yeah that's, that's the different. shit they just dropped yeah Goodfellas. yeah yeah that but they, they also dropped the latex glove drink but I'm talking about like musically bro sonically this is a different sound than Griselda bro this shit is. More turnt, and I don't mean turnt like dance turnt. I mean turnt like you don't have to just be sitting in a trap house listening to this shit. You can be on the go. It's like motion music, bro, mm. which we always been saying they needed to add to their repertoire if they want to get out of just being a box and just decent, great yeah. rappers. Essentially. Everything, you know what I'm look, I, I love I love the extra grit on the grit, but everything ain't got to sound like it's got it's coming out of a TDK tape. You know what I mean? Like, Facts. You know what I mean? Elevating the 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 mixing and the sonics sometimes, you know, that goes a long way. I ain't mad at that. Danny, next time start with your verse, bro. Here's what I'll say. <laughs> I think now now more than ever before, it goes back to about like communication. And I think that Westside, Benny, Conway becoming their own individual entities 
sometimes that communication doesn't happen the way it's supposed to happen. I'm not blaming them for that for it not being a Griselda summer, but I feel like communication is key. Like like stove stove should have maybe talked to Westside before saying it was gonna be a stove god summer. Because he put he put his foot in his mouth because the fall is here. I don't I don't give a fuck about the official date of the season. It's September, my nigga. <laughs> it was cold yeah. this fall, week. Fall is here. <laughs> Should we got now? We got no stove god music. White girls is out here ordering pumpkin spice. You know? But the yeah. like, is shit. They dropped the pumpkin spice flavor in like the middle of August. I don't know. I say sorry you know to Walter enough for that one, but <laughs> nah, know, pumpkin so spice latte. Sorry to Dunkin' Donuts dropped the pumpkin donuts, nigga. Yeah. Like we in fall, nigga. It's, it's fall. Man. I, I went to Party City. The fucking Halloween mask is already out. Yeah. Already early. So. With that being said, the problem, you know, success, people act like success is just amazing. With success comes their even bigger problems. And a lot of times when rappers get successful or rap entities become successful, communication is the first thing to erode. Mm, that's a fact. You dig what I'm saying? And I feel like as Westside is trying to control the Grizella umbrella, we have individual entities who are going to say things that create buzz for fans like us that you can't follow through on. Right. Because a few years ago, let's say West Side Gun and, and Stove God were connected back in like 2016, 2017, 2018. Stove doesn't put that tweet out because West Side was so in control of what happens and when it happens that that tweet doesn't happen. So you created the anticipation that just, right. the only person who was really mostly active was Rome this summer. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm okay. saying? As far as Griselda, because again, they'll say that Conway and Drumwork are doing things or BSF are doing things. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't look at drum work and BSF as Griselda. I look at that as yeah, yeah. Benny's label and Conway's label. Yeah. Conway and Benny are Griselda. That's not the same shit. Right. Like when, when Bleak was doing his little label with Rockefeller on the side, that's right. not Rockefeller Get low. shit. Exactly. Get low was not Rockefeller. Same I'm sorry. Skull Gang and Bird Gang? Bro? Skull Gang is not Dipset, bro. <laughs> not, bro. Purple City Bird Gang. It's not Dipset. That's a fact. Shit. You dig what I'm saying? Young Money is the only thing that came close to being cash money because at the end of the day, Birdman had its hands in everything. Right. Right. You dig what I'm saying? So with success <laughs> comes their own problems. To Sincere's point about the, 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 the Conway, the machine snippet via Timbaland, I didn't love it. You know what I mean? Am I, am I alone at the table right now? You're not alone. Okay, thank you. I got I got one. I thought one. it was cool. I got to hear it better. I, I got to hear on the better speaker. I'm not jacking it, bro. I'm I don't want it to hate. I thought it was a little dope. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm a, so <laughs> I'm alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm alone. Oh, that's okay. Shit. I love to hate him, bro. There's going to be a, some snow in hell because, like, <laughs> shit. This don't ever happen. No, ever. actually. <laughs> ever. But what I'll say is to give myself an out, I listened to it on the iPhone speaker. I. I feel like I need to hear that in its purity there in the go. whip. Then I'll come back to it at the rap round table. So no slander for Conway and Timbaland. But the, the mere fact that Timbaland is even getting in cahoots of Conway Major. shows that the Q rating of Griselda are reaching people who are who are popular, but in their core essence, they are heads. Timbaland is a head. Swiss yeah. is a head. These niggas heads. Right. Right. And, and and the idea of Timbo and Conway, Conway needs Tim. If Timbaland just revives who he was 15, 20 years ago alongside Conway, yeah, crazy. My my takes about Benny surpassing Conway is gonna change immediately. Yeah. Cause Conway to me is one of the most gifted rappers. Yeah. He just needs better direction. Yeah. And a Timbaland Absolutely. produced project by Conway, Different. my socks are knocked off. Different. Shit me, bro. But we gotta move on. Schoolboy Q. 
kind of vindicated Sincere the Rap Snob when he was on a podcast. I don't know the name of the podcast. I, I love this episode right now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> the vindication. Where, shit, that might be the name. We'll I see. know. I think you just got it. <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> he talked about the artistic approach to being rappers. Now, the rap round table, well, we're very guilty of using sports references. Shout out to that bitch ass nigga, VMAs. <laughs> but his whole gist was they're not athletes. Asking them to drop year over year, it's not realistic when, when certain rappers do it specifically for the art and they need to be motivated to, to channel that art, whether it takes three, four, or five years. And when I heard that quote, I'm like, shit, I thought about sending right away because we killed. We killed Kendrick for taking five years. Yeah. So you said the rap's not when you heard those schoolboy Q quotes. Say that three times fast. <laughs> <laughs> I will not. Not off the Migos. Shit. How much did you celebrate in real time? <laughs> 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 Bro, I started running laps. I did. I did <laughs> cartwheels. I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm about to talk my shit this weekend. He validated <laughs> a lot of shit you've been saying. Um, he, he did. He did. But you know what I mean? Like, look, at, at the end of the day, Rap, rap in and of itself, the culture, hip-hop as a culture, it is a competitive culture. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, I don't want... Look, I don't 100% agree with everything that he said because he tried to make it sound like... And I'm, I'm going to keep it a whole buck. A, a lot of that shit sounded like he was talking about us and the shit that we've said well, at the table. Considering the ties that bind, it right. wouldn't surprise me right. if he was talking to us. Right. To Mike D right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, felt so, a, I felt a little attacked. I'm not going to lie. No, I'm, I'm dead serious. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I felt the way. Um, but as being the one at the table that's probably uh, most likely to, you know, uh, cut some slack and be like, hey, listen, sometimes people just aren't motivated. Sometimes people just don't have the inspiration at the moment. Like, you got to cut an artist who is is serious about the craft and the art of it some slack sometimes for not being ever present in the space and in the culture because sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, you just, you just not up to it. You just don't feel paused. You just don't feel motivated or inspired to actually drop some music or even create music. You know what I mean? Um, who knows? Maybe sometimes you make some music and you listen back to it and you're like, nah, this ain't it. And then you fall back. You know what I mean? So we got to have some, uh, some space in the culture for those types of situations. You know what I mean? There's definitely artists that make it. Uh, and look, we're, we're, we're guilty of it with Griselda because Griselda uh, have gotten us accustomed to dropping not just every year, but like mad projects per year. You know what I mean? So we're like when it goes like six months and it's kind of quiet for them, we're like, yo, where are they at? You know what I mean? But maybe that is just a lull in their creativity. Who knows? But we do have to have some amount of space uh, where we cut artists some slack for not being ever present all of the time, especially when it's an artist like a Kendrick Lamar or a Schoolboy Q, you know what I mean? Where they take the craft so seriously that they don't want to give us no bullshit, you know what I mean? So leave that to some other artists that like, you know, they just put out any old shit, <laughs> Drake. Um, you know what I mean? Just to be- just OVO to, team, we are. Just to be on the on the charts, just to be ever present in, in the, you know, in the space. But not everybody got to be like that, you know what I mean? Here's what I'll say. My main takeaway from that entire segment that was posted on Twitter, well, X, 
is that Schoolboy Q definitely spoke to the divide between rapper, generic rapper, and hip hop artist. Those are two different things. And sometimes a lot of people like to like mush them together. To me, like Schoolboy is just not, he's not just a rapper. He's a hip hop artist. So if it means that there's a four, three, four year gap between Crash Talk or whatever the next thing is, we'll have to respect it because he's doing it for the art. He's not doing it for the business of being a rapper. Right. He wasn't trying to be disrespectful, but he was saying he was like, some niggas need their bread, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Rappers need their bread. Artists are doing it from a completely different angle, and we have to respect that. Dini, when you heard those comments, what did you think? Uh, half of me respected it, bro. Like, you know what? Oh shit. No, half, no, I'm half. into like I'm I'm locked in, bro. Half I need to hear what Dini has to say about Half this. of me respected it. Like, um, you don't want to rush anything, you know what I'm saying? You want to give the best quality project you can. You know what I'm saying? But the other half of me was like, my nigga, like. You a rapper, dog. You was you were saying that a Get rapper that's, that's not here. rapping for five years. What are you doing, my nigga? Like I know you didn't go back to thugging. Like what, what are we? <laughs> what are we doing? Just keep it a bean, like, bro. Like at, at the end of the day, I look at it like this, bro. What's up? Musicians gather inspiration from cumulative life experiences, bro. Day to day shit, my nigga. I could walk into Starbucks. And have an idea hit me, bro. Like that's like saying nothing and hit y'all niggas for five years, God. You know what I'm saying? Like we gonna do the math, how many days that? That's a lot of days, my God, for not doing nothing. Niggas Rap got a related? masters and a job. He was bro. living his life, dude. I dig it, bro. He got families. I'm saying school, but I love Schoolboy Q, bro. Like he he would be one of the few niggas I get at that pass to. But I'm like, bro, like you don't you can't tell me two years of cumulative life experiences. You couldn't put something on wax about that, bro. It don't even got to be an album. Give some EPs. And literally, Nas is a living embodiment. That that statement is bullshit, bro. You know what I'm saying? All right. I, I knew, because I, I knew this was going to come up. And that, that <laughs> earlier I said Nas is a 100% absolute alien anomaly it right is. now. But when we went in, in our day in hip hop, bro, it. niggas, there you go. Niggas drop every other year, bro. Some niggas dropped twice in a year. Oh, so, did Tupac did DMX, DMX did a lot did, of you know what I'm saying? Did. So I hear sure. what he's Be saying, honest. bro. But I'm like, and, and I'm not, and I'm, not, I'm trying to shit on these niggas. When I say, will we not say the '90s quality of music was like better hip hop? Will we say that? Yes or no? No. Yes. You asked yes, the wrong one. Man. You asked yes. the wrong one. Look you, at that you, you side turn, of the table. I'm gonna turn the wrong. You have two <laughs> motherfuckers on this side. It's you a, turn that it's way. A, it's <laughs> a, his favorite rapper is Tupac, nigga. <laughs> his favorite rapper's podcast. Let me give the name the rest of his starting five, and you'll see. That's it. It. You know what I mean? started listening to Tupac in 2013. He's a 2000s rapper to me, bro. His his entry was filmatic. Get out. So my thing is this: it's taking it's taking niggas longer, and I don't want to say lesser product because he's like I said, he makes great music. I love his music. But the quality music then was better, so it's taking niggas longer now to make lesser kind of albums. If you get, get what I'm saying, I'm not shitting on Schoolboy in general. I'm talking about Kendrick, like five years, you know what I'm saying? Nas, how long Nas took to drop an album? Longest. What do you mean? Longest break. Uh, the longest break? Life probably, is good to Nasir, right? That was like right. 2014. Yeah. 2012 20, to like 2018. 40, okay, so but we get That was after a, a, a lot of rapping. Run. A lot of rapping, right, Kendrick? And, and also, that was very late in his career. Yeah, right? there you I mean, go. If we're so talking I'm, about the prime. You, we're, we're talking like uh, it was written to I am prime. So, so is, is it isn't awesome. You know, they say the internet, the internet's affected. Yeah. I just don't see like 
where where's the gaps coming from bro like i feel like there's more to do now than there ever is <laughs> there's more places to go now than there ever is there's more sh there's more shit to do more money to make more places to go than ever like was life experiences should just be come rushing you bro and you rich my nigga you know what i'm saying you're signed to one of the greatest hip-hop labels it? of all time you know what i'm saying you're a label you're a label mate so some of that. the greatest artists of all time like you got a lot going on, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's from the nigga on the outside. So I know a nigga on the inside pause is seeing like, yo, this nigga got a lot going on. So why can't that translate to no tunes, my nigga? That's the question. Because he's you, doing it for the art. How do you? How that's do you, not. That's not art, bro. How do you know he has a lot going on? You're, you're just I, you're just speculating. You bro, don't know. He's his a life. human huh? being, bro. Yeah. He's a every human got shit. Even a nigga on the corner sleeping every day, bro. He got a lot going on because he's on the corner. Maybe he's just hanging out with his kids and playing golf all the time. Like that. That's not gonna be an exciting album for me. Yo, I but, you, that. but you that can that can give you an experience to pull from to write about something. Maybe to just give you a spark. You know what I'm oh. saying? And you, just, and you literally can go from there. But the whole thing is like no no fucking Sonics entered my brain over five years that I felt was recording and given to my fans. I just that's Are cat, you even bro. a rapper anymore? That's like cat, what my nigga, is this, like, bro? Put that what, to, what year was Crash? Crash Talk was twenty eighteen? Yeah. 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 No, so 2019. 2019. Was it 2019? I think it was four years. No, because Kendrick, Kendrick had 17 and 18 with the Black Panther Project in 18. So Crash Talk had to be 2019 because he dropped after Kendrick's run was done. So he, right. so he's almost on a graduation tour. You know what I'm saying? Niggas mm -hmm. done graduated since the last album. <laughs> so come on, schoolboy. We need that, bro. It, My thing is this. Moron loved it. If, Crash Talk loved it. I need, I need that music, bro. If like, nothing else, I respect Dini's consistency. Thank Shit. You. Right. <laughs> that man ain't letting none of y'all niggas live. Thank you. My thing yeah, it is was this. 2019. My thing is this, and and I'm a schoolboy Q fan. Circa 2013, 14, Jarv almost convinced me this nigga was better than Kendrick. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't go that far though. Yo, close. close. As far as close, bounce. That man of the year was crazy, nigga. Fire. Uh, he cartoons. Listen, man. Fire. Listen. Talk, man. Cartoons and cereal was Kendrick. My bad, y'all. This cup is empty. Um, <laughs> my thing is this though, like. Everything shit shit is the right way to do it if you doing it right. I love podcasts <laughs> that be dropping on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Fridays. Them shits is fire, bro. Like you know what I'm saying. Anything you doing is the right thing to do. But at the end of the day, if we think about rap as a sport, as a competitive thing, five years without nothing is gonna have you looking crazy, bro. You ain't have nothing. You ain't have no inspiration for art. I'm sorry, four years. I don't think he dropping this year, so I'm gonna say five. You know what I mean? Off the rip. You know what I mean? And and Schoolboy Q, like he's listen. Schoolboy Q was a great rapper, bro. Like original style, but you don't be rapping about no like sh like super deep shit like that, bro. That you need five years to reflect on that shit. And and you know what I mean? And I I. I fuck with him, but it's like, at the end of the day, like, that whole, you know, I need the art, you know what I mean? I can't, my nigga, you a rapper, bro. <laughs> like, what are you, four years, nigga? I'm throwing it back to you. Pause. 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 Hey! Egregious. Hey! Yeah. Hey! Hey! Yeah. Let the record show. Yo, it's it is no sick pause in this episode. Is it the Twilight in Zone, bro? <laughs> what the fuck? Bro, it's because I'm passing the ball back to you. There we go. There we go. <laughs> you don't you don't consider nice. writer's block being a thing? I 
writer's block could be a thing. Of if he's course. an artist, writer's block is a thing. Yeah, of course, of course. But like, if I if if I got Potter's block, you know what I'm saying? And niggas say, "Yo, Mace fell off." I'm gonna have to eat that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mm. going, you know, run around the fact and try to, you know, confuse you around the fact. Like, no, you don't understand. Potting takes time, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> Listen, bro. Like, yeah, I understand. Like, you don't want to rap, and 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 I'm not gonna say you you one of them guys. You know what I'm saying? That's all I feel about it. You know what? I think I gotta get my chakras right. You feel me? Like, stars gotta align. Come on, man. Schoolboy shed a lot of light on what it is to be an artist, mm -hmm. not a rapper. Rappers can just write bars, get on a hot beat, and cook. Right. Artists need time for it to resonate, marinate, right, all right. the eights you can think of. Right. And he's saying that because and of that. Eights? Oh, eights. Oh, eights. Marinate. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> Take it easy. I already cooked my You know what I mean? <laughs> I thought we were talking about sitting on it. Hey, come hey. on. Let's, let's oh, shit. Take it easy. Pump your brakes. You know what I mean? Niggas is going chill. off this episode, bro. Let me chill, man. Because, because, because of that, I need to go on Patreon cups, by the end of the night. Shit. <laughs> but what I'll say, the only argument I'll have for Q is I'll say he's, I, I personally feel like he's shooting bail. Like, I, I see what he's saying as an artist. It takes time. Right. But I think that because there's so many artists out there, his his comment, his his take is not a general take. There's artists out there who could just continuously create. Mm -hmm. Then there are artists who need to take time. Don't attack the niggas. Don't attack fans. Matter of fact, let me not sound like these niggas in the comment section. Don't feel a way towards fans because we want we want the music. Right. Because at the end of the day, what got lost to me in that comment was the fact that fans are not demanding because they're dickheads. They're demanding because they're fans of yours and they want new shit. That's it. And the internet and the microwave era has made it so that new shit shouldn't take four, three to four to five years. And that's all that the fans are trying to say. I think that there's a divide between what the fans expect because of what the internet has created yeah. and what artists are capable of curating. Right. Because Nas could very well drop a sixth album in three years and then decide, you know what? I'm good right here. I'm gonna take four years off before I drop again. It's just a matter of the creative itch as artists. So I think it just I think it's a person to person approach to how you make music. So I appreciate Q for the cause to me in my mind, Q is defending Kendrick. Because Kendrick has had a lot of pushback for the five year gap. From everything we know, Q is dropping this year. So it won't be a five year gap. But at the end of the day, speak for yourself, fam. Wait, you you think Q's dropping? I was told he's dropping. I hope. Oh, that's true. You know what I mean? It's, it's time. He's, he's due for me. Yo, we've been wanting music from this dude since forever, bro. Drop some music, man. We need it. But but Jarvis speaking to a very real thing, which is the, like the, the artist-fan uh, relationship is more complex and complicated than it's ever been because the internet puts everybody in the same space. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, whereas back in, in the 90s, we were talking earlier, like, you don't drop for four years, like... You don't you don't have a direct line to the chatter that's going on out there. You know what I mean? You have the option of being more insulated away from what fans and listeners and audiences are saying. 
But now, like, you you pop on a Twitter, like, for five minutes. You you get that itch. You're like, oh, let me just go on Twitter. I haven't been on there in six months. And all of a sudden, mother, yo, where the fuck is Schoolboy at? Schoolboy ain't dropped no music. Schoolboy fell off. Like, all of a sudden, that shit is bum-rushing you. You, you know what I mean? That's It's crazy. Right? There you go. It, 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 the game is different. The gestation period of albums are different. Back in the day, the nineties, early two thousands, the album could rock for two years. Yeah, nice. you, you, too. you could space out some singles and visuals over a one to two year period mm-hmm. from an album. Now you got album drops one Friday, the video drops the next Friday, and and then by two Fridays from then, it's old. Out of here, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everything is just it's fast forwarded. But we got to move on. We got to get up out of here. Uh, Macito, you, you you know what I mean? You, you talked about earlier as far as publishing the masters go. Right. We have more business talk. Today, it's voice of the industry. Yeah. So if you want to know how this rap shit works, tap into Macito, voice of the industry. Talk to me, Mace. Right, right. We just talked about the, the masters and the, the publishing aspect of it. That was more, I, I we spoke about it earlier. We wanted to speak on basically uh, Puffy. Diddy, you know, he puffy for Love. us, nigga. You know what I'm saying? He puffy Max, for us, forever. you know. Puff. You know, he he, you know, according to because this it wasn't widely reported, it wasn't some big thing. It was basically just Cameron talking about it. You know what I mean? Cameron said that, you know, Puffy was selling all the bad boy artists back there publishing. Um, you know, I we, there was footage earlier this week uh with Loon and Shine. It just seemed like uh, you know, Puff is dropping an album, so of course this is good press for him. An R&B album, love as you said. You let me know how that is. Um, so you know, Puff, you know he apparently he sold the publishing rights back to the Bad Boy artists. I don't know if that includes Valletta Wallace. You know what I mean? And, and Oceans of Wild, as you can say, we might say, "Hini Fazakma on the Oceans of Wild, whatever." You know what I mean? And we we pretty old. So. Um, So, you know, like Puff apparently sold the publishing back And that had me thinking, you know And we spoke about it earlier But I wanted to let y'all know basically that You know, Puff might be getting that good, you know, publishing, you know, Mm. press You know what I mean? But if he ain't selling you back your masters You know what I'm saying? Then then listen, you know what I mean? If nobody uses how you want that from Loon featuring Kalisa Bar from that. You know what I mean? They, they not getting shit. paid. I, I like that shit too. That? Listen, man. Summer 03? Oh, Listen, man. Listen, man. That's why JD's never beating Puff in the verses. He has that. Listen. <laughs> listen, man. Go play that real quick. Puff got shit you forgot about. Listen, not me, though. You know what I mean? But, you know, so, you know, Puff is not slick. You know what I mean? We We spoke about the differences between uh, publishing and masters earlier, and it's just we want. I just wanted to delve into that real quick because I know everybody's like, "Oh, Puff, I so Mace's publishing back. You ain't gotta <laughs> be a pastor no more, bro." You know what I mean? But that's <laughs> not it, man. Like Puff is being slick. I guarantee you, he' about to sell these bad boy masters in in like six months after this album flops. You Fuck know what I mean? Billy, nigga. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> but listen, that that bad boy writing is that bad boy masters check is gonna be out of this world. You know what I mean? Listen, man, he ain't gonna need no Ciroc after that one. But <laughs> so you know, shouts to Puff. You know what I mean? But I see, I see, I see your game, bro. But what we wanted to also speak about this week was. There was a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, uh, shit going on in the game. Russ, you know what I mean? Russ, independent artist, white rapper, you know what I mean? Successful artist, you know what I mean? He's not part of the biracial clan. He's straight up white. 
I ain't giving him that logic credit. <laughs> I won't man. do it. You know what I'm saying? But he better than logic though. Yes. Way better. You know what I mean? Logic, man. Get out of here. You wasn't you retired, bro? Um, but <laughs> he went viral this week because his manager um made a tweet. Uh I'll read the tweet for you guys. Uh the current music charts are inflated by fake data, and that data is being verified by one company only. That same company that verifies the data is owned by the same company that owns the charts. It's a rigged game. That's Milan, uh, Russ's manager. And Russ, you know, basically co-signed it. Russ been going on a rant for like six years. If y'all if y'all tapped in, y'all know. Russ is an independent artist who sells out shows. He sell, he, he, he makes a lot of money. He gets a lot of bread. You know what I mean? He He's a direct-to-consumer type Kind of like the rap round table. Yeah. Shout out to you, Russ. Um, he but he also makes his own beats. He does? Just like the rap round table. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He can use a sin beat, yeah. though. I ain't gonna lie, man. I'd rather hear him over a sin beat, but shout out to you, Russ. Um, but um, he he co-signed the tweet from his manager. You know what I mean? Um, and it's basically it's a big thing now. They're like the game is rigged, you know what I mean? I know, you know, I won't skate around the fact there was a, a, a few Nas fans that thought that his numbers were looking a little weird. You know what I mean? It was a lower number than expected. Uh, and, and, you know, the inflation of the Travis Scott numbers. There's been a lot of talk about numbers. You know what I mean? For people who say who gives a fuck about numbers. There's been a lot of talk about numbers. So we were going to talk about that Russ uh, manager tweet. We're going to talk about Russ reaction. And at the end of the day, listen, is the game rigged? You know, they're referring to streaming farms, you know, and bots. You know what I mean? And, and basically people running up the numbers, you know what I mean, for streams in an inauthentic way. You know what I mean? And him from an independent, you know, as an independent point of view, be complaining about that. But my whole thing is this. The game's always been rigged, brother. The game has been rigged. It's just a different game now. You know what I'm saying? SoundScan was rigged. We talked about that. They would ship a million. You sell about 650,000 of the motherfuckers, but you were certified platinum. A lot of niggas who didn't go platinum back in them days. Holding on to the With a plaque. Exactly. With a plaque. Nowadays, we see... How many days you wake up, you see a motherfucking streaming number broken? You know what I mean? More streams. Taylor Swift break streaming number. Drake's break streaming number. Bad Bunny break streaming number. But somehow, nobody's going diamond. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nobody's right. actually selling records, but everybody is listening Point to made. music. That was in unison. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, of course, it's a rigged game. You know what I mean? They, I, I, Listen, I'm not going to accuse Apple Music. TM, Spotify TM, Tidal TM of, <laughs> of, of being illegal and of fraud, you know what I mean? But people have said that, you know what I'm saying? But here's what I'll say, Mace, real quick. I'll throw it back to you. If a few months ago, I think we talked about when you, when you did the first breakdown about how streaming numbers work, but somebody decided there was a math equation they came to a number that decided that X amount of streams equals one unit. If a human can dictate what one unit equates to, the whole game is rigged. Who decided that fucking number? Where did that number come from? Where did the equation come from? If 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 one human being decides to stream music however many times, you should be treated as an individual spin, not some equation or an algorithm. This shit is, it, it, it's artificial by default, no? 
it, it is at the end of the day. It's completely artificial. And when you talk about the stream farms, the motherfuckers who run shit on station head while they sleep, the motherfuckers who, you know what I'm saying? I'm being dead ass. This is, this is, this is, this is honest, bro. Like, yeah. when you talk about all these, <laughs> nah, you know the what I mean? Head. The, the motherfuckers, the motherfuckers who be on YouTube and create a playlist with 30 NBA Young Boy songs, and I just play the playlist all day while I go, I go to work, and I'm gonna play the playlist on the crib. It's right. all fake, bro. At right. the end of the day, like. Listen, man. It's like Monopoly. And I, and I made, it's, it's all fake? part of playing the game, right. man. It's wrestling and I made, fake. I made this point recently to my boy Josh. Shout out to Josh if you're watching. Um, like he, we, we go back and forth about it. It's not it, like our our relationship is not like what me and Alex, but like me and Josh, some, especially lately, we've been going back and forth about a lot of things. Uh, and one of the things that he likes to point to all the time in conversations, hip hop conversations that we have is the Spotify monthly listeners. And, you know, one of the points he made was like, yo, look, the, the, the numbers are right there. The numbers online. I'm like, eh, the numbers kind of lie sometimes, man. Or if the numbers is, if it's not the numbers themselves that's lying, is somebody manipulated those numbers behind the curtain. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't just always go, but not like, I'd be, I'd be trying to talk about certain artists. Like, yo, I kind of like their music. And then he goes, oh, but he only got like, you know, uh, 20,000 monthly listeners I'm like Talk about monthly listeners I'm talking about the music bro And it's such bullshit Sin When you first listen to Illmatic You listen to every song Every way through right All you gotta listen to is I believe 45 seconds of a song For it to count as a stream You know what I'm saying Like mm. motherfuckers Don't even be listening to these shits man If if I fall asleep And shit play by mistake The motherfuckers Is running the numbers up bro You know what I mean So it's all Yeah it's all fake it's all, you know what I mean, kayfabe, you believe in it or not. But I want to say this. I don't think that record labels are taking away streams. Because understand, the record labels get paid by streams. So if I run the streams up, I'm getting paid more. You know what I mean? You still get your little check. Stream farm, stream Exactly. Box. We just paying ourselves more. So we pay ourselves more. We put the money back into the streams. It can all be a game. But at the end of the day, you watch this, right? Nas can sell out a show, right? Drake can sell out a show. You think them numbers is fake? Drake just made he make five million million in Philly. You know what I mean? Fifty Cent can't sell a record. Didn't he just sell a hundred thousand tickets of some shit? So it's like you kind of gotta watch to see who people fuck with. You know what I mean? Right. People will will. It's not the CD days. Back in the day, you could tell motherfuckers would come out seventeen dollars. You know what I mean? In 1996, it's for your album. That's love, nigga. Like, you well, know what I'm saying? Maybe they need to bring back a, a new physical unit. Maybe it's time to That's start in, 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 investing in zip files. You're not, you're not getting to stream no more. You got to download this zip file. <laughs> hey. And that counts as the individual unit for the artist. Maybe. And I don't to know. wrap it up. <laughs> and this Wish show you thinking, that's never gonna happen. You're right. Right. And this show you how <laughs> it, it's all about a dollar anyway, because Russ's manager to to uh say how the how shit can really get uh counted brought up um blockchain, mm. um a form of crypto. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um which you know a lot of companies use to verify shit, but if you go back in Russ's tweets, he's been promoting blockchain for years. <laughs> it's all a game, man. It's all a fucking Wait, game. game. Damn it, I don't man. think it's a form of crazy. I think it's what crypto is based right, on. Right, yeah. right, right. My fault. All right, so That's let's get to my favorite segment. The, the, the point of the show where we communicate with some of our viewers. 
who love us or hate us or a little bit of both. Before we get into this relationship, we had a couple of super chats from the lunch hour. We weren't live for the lunch hour, but I want to make sure I acknowledge these supers. I'm nervous. Mike H with a super chat says, Jay is top four, but he hasn't made anything remotely as dope as Michael and Quincy or Store Run in a decade. In their primes, Nas cooked them. Nas been showing love for 50, for, for, for 50 hip hop. I guess he means hip hop 50. Is the debate even valid at this point? Iceberg Slip from Fresh Out Hip Hop says, for the jaw of whole Rock Nation Cape Fund. Wow, slander. <laughs> Jay Camp from, from Fresh Out Hip Hop says, still waiting for that Book of Terrence to drop next year. So he's like, even if even though we were cooking Book of Clarence, he's going to watch it anyway. All right. Now, to my favorite part. So we did the what we mentioned before about Jay-Z slander. We had a couple of comments that I found to be very eyebrow-raising. This comes from Keondrick Brown, 6487. Shaking my head. I like this pod slash show a lot, and I come to YouTube every week for the content. So I'm not one of them ones that you can say is new here and don't know what's going on. This is lame as hell. Everything that Jay has done for hip-hop over his career, and he's getting slandered because he didn't make a post on social media for Hip Hop 50, when he's never... When he's never posted unless he's promoting something, lame, stupid, actually. Now, before Sasir jumps in, <laughs> I'll say this. <laughs> the fact that you wrote this paragraph, Keondrick Brown, 6487, you're a fraud. You, were, you ain't been watching this show every week. You saw that we pointed right. out that people <laughs> exactly. are new. Because if you watch this show on a regular basis, we would have saw you in the comments we would have saw you in the chat. Not to say that everybody basically communicates this way, but the people who watch the rap roundtable weekly, right? They're they're active parts of the rap roundtable community. Right. You're a fucking liar, Keondrick. Right. <laughs> because the point that kills me is if you call them what we did lame and stupid and post for social media hip hop fifty, then that means that you haven't been watching when we said that we didn't even care about hip hop fifty to show with you. It's I said that Sin said that he cared, but I said I don't care about that. Just 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 drop something eventually. The narrative flipped when you posted something on social media to promote something, when the industry overall is saying where you at. So your comprehension is whack. <laughs> your lying is whack. You don't even support us like that. And you're capping. You're capping just so that we wouldn't cook you. That's crazy, nigga. That's crazy. You How, how you lie about watching our show? How you lie about that? Like, we don't be in the comments. You comment crept, seeing that we could identify and newsflash, Keondrick. I clicked on your profile, buddy. <laughs> You're new here. <laughs> Welcome. We got the stats. You're new. We got stats. Welcome like, to the table. I remember when when when, when fucking what's his name? Callag went on the, the morning show for Ebro in the morning. He said, "You're a liar, <laughs> Keondrick. You're a liar." <laughs> we always know. We know. Said, I know you had something to say. Uh, nah, you covered it. I'm good. Respectfully. I'm going to just say this. Uh, let me, let, the tr- if, if the truest and Leroy Green, that's the only two niggas that have been in these comments. And they matter to us. Flag, they matter to us. Right them man. two, I understand. I'm sorry, y'all. Super y'all man. two, I'm sorry. That's Leroy. it. That's it. Leroy might be mad because I've been slow with the beats. 
Nah, he, you know, he, 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 he loved home. So the fact that we yeah. kind of, you know what I mean, pop out. You know what I mean? Right, right. We have to Because he it, know bro. how we, you know. Using the comments. The next comment comes from Bleak. One, five, two, three. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he says, then dude in the bottom right corner was wild. A black man drops two black cast movies in the industry where our people struggle to get fair placement. And you're going to call it bull saying he didn't watch the first bullshit. He ain't going to watch this one. If you ain't watch it, how you know it's bull? Because <laughs> I did watch it. <laughs> And it was good. <laughs> Yo, shit, shit. Just because he hasn't performed at some hip hop celebration that he has already dedicated half his life to, man, our people ain't never gonna go nowhere. All we do is tear each other down. Macy's talking to you. Shit, that's how I'd be talking if I was in the well too. You know what I mean? So I don't mean to disrespect you. Bleak. But <laughs> um, listen, man, you you turned it. You was entertained. We came here to to to. We had to slander him, bro. Like at the end of the day, listen, this is hip hop. I'm not a white man, bro. I love you, Walt. I'm not a white man, so I'm not gonna feel no way about coming up and criticizing the black man. Then you fuck up, I'ma let you know, bro. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, listen, man, if you 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 took it there, bro, but at the end of the day, we just was we was calling it how we see listen, it. Like we always do. We didn't say don't go watch the movie. We didn't say cancel Jay-Z. We didn't even say pack Hove up or or, or like fuck fuck what Hove got going on. In fact, we said that he should have done something and based on previous works like the Western that was on Netflix. Right. I don't want to see a white with, Western either. Does with, that make you feel better? With the black with, with the song with fucking Jada Conway, Jada and Hove that wasn't good. It wasn't good. It was bullshit. King, King Kong rhythm. We have earned wow. the right as the Hovenger air quote podcast to criticize Jay Z when we see fit. Sure. Go ahead, sir. Should, should we be bigging up uh, Carmen the hip hopper too? Yeah, like, man. Yeah, <laughs> man. Come on, bro. Like, what are we doing? That's just trash. Right. Like, uh, on, on, like uh, already, I, I'm not one to watch uh, no musicals. But then to have that one, come on, bro. Like, Boy. it's trash on top of trash. Like, like May said, Wes is not my bag. I'm not going to go watch that shit. And it will be You heard? Come on, man. Listen, whack is whack. Whack don't got a color, my nigga. You heard? You know what I'm saying? No. Listen, man. I'm, listen. Honestly, I, I don't want to get too hot in this motherfucker. But and not for yeah. nothing, we listen. Listen, I'm all about supporting everything black. I'm heavy on the they and them's. You know what I'm saying? I trust me. I get it. I get it. And we gotta support our own. But if hip hop is ours, right? And the person who is a universal acclaimed goat for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Is radio silent, and then goes the, the next time he makes a public appearance or public posting of any kind is for a movie promo. How are we not allowed to be upset about that? They accuse you of being self-serving, and the first thing you do is self-serving. You know what I mean? Right. And, and to that point, I'm not saying I agree or disagree with this notion, but that's why when people say that they feel like Jay Z is just too big for the or he feels like he's too big major pause um this is this is where people get that (laughs) this is where people get that feeling from you know what i mean because like 
you're, you're talking about supporting uh, black art. You know what I mean? With this movement. What's the biggest black art in the fucking world right now is hip hop, and we supposed oh, sure. to we should all be on the same page celebrating that shit. This nigga playing Stevie you know I mean? Wonder. Come on, bro. The Nas Roundtable is spoke. Yo, allegedly. <laughs> Last but not least, until like next month when we're whole bunch of right there you go. somehow. There you go. <laughs> because the minute hope, the we'll minute hope comes the outside, I'm gonna be on deck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Last but yeah, yeah, next. Last but last but not least, we got some positive shit. Born Gifted says, salute to the round table. This episode was definitely a classic, guys. Much needed conversation and a lot of truth spoken. Special shout out to Jov for keeping it real about this situation. Even though I know it was a tough one for him. It really was. Because I'm, I'm now I'm now I'm, I'm not even sanctioned by my own people. The Jay-Z fans have ex, I'm excommunicado. I'm John Wick. Oh, I'm out, bro. I gotta cut I gotta give my finger. No Mets hat anymore. No Mets Yankee hat. hat. I got a Yankee hat on, you know what I mean? Dad, I Saying, you better school him. Saying, you've been through this, man. School him, man. You know what I'm saying? I I I'm a fake whole fan. I gotta cut off my finger to get my, my rights back as a Jay-Z fan. It's fucked up out here. Grandma key chasing you. Shit, shit nasty, bro. I gotta climb mad steps and then have a fucking showdown at, 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 at sunrise to get my shit back. <laughs> if you seen John Wick, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but nevertheless. You gotta, you gotta go through the whole Illuminati uh, shit, initiation bro. all the over table, again, bro. The table, the hot I got, table. I gotta, I gotta fight damn. motherfucking Conway. That kind of be common on the train. You feel me? Nigga you gotta, gotta wait whole, tables at the Rock Nation. You gotta brunch, make a whole man. new sacrifice. Listen, it's rough out here. Bounty hunters. Shit like that, bro. I, I got I gotta fight Donnie Yen who's blind. You know what I mean? I gotta do all kinds Kane. of shit, nigga. But anyway, we 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 have my favorite part of the, the, the spot, right? Yes, sir. So we are uptown. Oh, the, the, the the honey's looking real nice. Right. They they're somewhere in between they fall fashion and they summer fashion where there's a little bit of skin showing, but not too much because they're a little chilly when the sun goes down, but they still look amazing. The Migos is flowing. I, I, I just got an empanada for the food truck around the corner. Come on, cup number three. And then some vagrant turns the corner saying some wild shit that we don't want to hear. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, where's the Syrac? Because they usually ask them to... Get off my lawn. Yes, sir. Uh, since you're the rap snob here with another get off my lawn segment. This one goes out to um, a few people out there. One person, definitely, I don't know. Another person oh, who um, I, well, I kind of know now at this point. Um, we actually had her on the show. But, um. Adrian. Yes, sir. Hey, girl. <laughs> but, hey. I mean, the lawn is a lawn. You know what I mean? So, like, if, if you're on the lawn, sometimes you got to get kicked off. You know what I mean? Uh, and it, it doesn't, you know, uh, it doesn't discriminate. It's love. I've been kicked off since been the Dean's Everybody been kicked off. Everybody's been kicked man. off. It's okay. But look, man, any, any, look, anybody, and I, I'm, a, I'm a little schmiz right now, so I'm going to make this quick before I, like, you know, <laughs> you know, stumble all over my words. But any, anybody that's out there right now in the hip-hop stratosphere that is caping for Sexy Red Skate. at the moment, yeah, they, I'm done. <laughs> Bro, they got to get off my lawn so fast. So fast, bro. Like, look, um, I've seen, like, like I said, I've seen a couple people out here defending Sexy Red. And I feel like a lot of times, like, when there's a certain person that is receiving a lot of backlash and a lot of critiques, there's just some people that just, like, feel compelled to just, just jump in their defense and like jump in front of them and catch the bullets you know what i mean <laughs> but 
Yeah, sometimes you just gotta let that shit rock, bro. Sometimes you just gotta let let them get sprayed up every now and then. You know hey, what I mean? Yo. Hey, yo, pause. Hey. Like, yeah, I sort of caught myself a little bit. Sheesh. But look, man, as far as sexy red, there's let's just can we can we all be in agreement about something? Can we all be in accordance as a culture? There's nothing redeeming redeeming about sexy reds. So pussies, pink and booty holes, no, brown, bro. Not there redeeming. is nothing redeeming about sexy red. The I music, whack. The persona, trash. You know what I mean? And I'm not gonna say Shorty's not cute, but like she, don't do she, it. She, well, that auction off, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 I told you I told you I was gonna be on my shit man but like that this is that like the music is terrible the the persona the image is terrible you know what I mean and like sometimes we just gotta call whack what it is you know what I mean Ooh. and and you know just because you like some people say like there's there's a place for it you know what I mean some people are like um, you know, oh, y'all want her to rap on some like conscious, like no. hotep shit. No, like it's not that. Like, and and another point that I want to make is that I, like I'm tired of living in, in a in a world where everything has to be on on one end of the spectrum. You know what I mean? Like, it's either Lauren Hill or Sexy Red. No, there's a there's a whole world <laughs> that she could live in that any artist could live in within that spectrum. You know what I mean? So like, we gotta call, we gotta draw the line somewhere. Right? Like. Sexy Red is just all around whack. Like, I'm not here for it. If you caping for Sexy Red, if you're a fan, if you rocking with her, get the fuck off my lawn. Get off my I'm lawn. I'm tired of it, man. I'm tired of it. Let whack make whack whack again. Ah. Get off my lawn. Ice Spice showed y'all y'all girls how to be sexy without having to rap about egregious pussy raps. Get off my lawn. The industry has has shown that anytime there's a level of enlightenment with lyricism, they gotta they gotta throw us off the the, the, the fucking bat, throw th throw us off the scent by throwing some bullshit bot out there. Get off my lawn. Don't think I ain't that you put this whack ass rapper on the Drake tour to open up for the rest of the year. Get off my lawn. Trying to sh trying to show <laughs> trying to show our people that there's only one way to be one way. Get off my lawn. You you can ice spice it, you can rhapsody it. You can shade noir it, but why do you keep propping up the the, the bullshit over sexualized rap from niggas who are not even nice? If she was nice, I would talk nice. But get sexy right out of here. She is a caricature. She's a poppy show, and she's a lot of other things that 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 I don't want to say on air because I don't want to get canceled. Get off my Dini, take us home. Y'all know what it is, man. Y'all know where y'all at. Y'all see the merch on the table. Y'all see it. Roundtablemerch.com. Hit the website. The links to the sites is in there. Get you a hat. You know what I'm saying? More merch on the way. Y'all support us. We're going to support y'all. Show love. Shout out to Walt. You back in the stew, baby. We got Walt the Great back. Salute to that man. Yo, Macito, bringing us, bringing us the, the, the voice of the industry, letting niggas know the difference between the publishing and the masters. Masterclass, loved it. The lawn undefeated. Mm -hmm. Production undefeated. Them the technician undefeated. 
Migos undefeated. Too. The Migos yeah. undefeated. <laughs> Since the rap snob, get in tune with him. He makes beats holler. It's all fire. You know what it is if you listen to the show. My God. The Alley You Guard. CP3. Mixed with Steph. Buckets. The Sis. We doing it all levels. I think he the GOAT, man. Javi. Mets hat. Yankees hat. Round table hat, nigga. I'm set tripping on the Mets. <laughs> Shit crazy. All day, every day. I'm Dini, man, the balance of the force. With our powers combined, this is episode 79 of the Rap Round Table. We fucking out of here, you yes, dig? Sir. Boom! The heroes in me. That's it. Roundtablemerch.com. New York Bias 3 on the way. Shout out to the homie E. Shout out to Fresh Out. Shout out to everybody in the space who's cooking, who's doing it righteously. Fresh Out, my You nigga. dig? Fresh out, Heavy up? on the righteousness. Not the phony shit. E, what up? Homegrown beats.